the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. All right. I actually have two stories in the duh file. Uh, the first one, the headline... Trans women athletes hold competitive edge even after testosterone suppression, scientists say. I'm not a scientist, but I knew that. Any person with common sense knows that. But that's the problem. The liberal left has lost all sense of common sense. So that's the first story in the duh file. Here's the second one. All right. And this is from the New York Times. Is it possible, is it even remotely possible that the New York Times is actually beginning to get a little common sense back? Now, let me preface this story that I have in front of me by asking you a question. All right? Honest question, I want you to think about it. How many life changing decisions do we do we allow children to make and i'm talking children from 1 to mm, let's pick 14 all right just hypothetically how many life changing decisions do we allow children to make uh like dietary decisions Hey, Mommy, I don't like vegetables anymore. I want candy. I really like candy. So can I have candy for every meal from now on? Do we... Does any parent worth anything allow children, particularly small children, to make dietary decisions. No, we tell them what they need to eat. We try to teach them. We try to teach them how to eat healthy things. That would be life changing if we allowed them just to eat junk and candy and so on. And we don't allow them to do that. Do we allow them to make safety decisions? That would be life changing. Hey, I uh, I don't want to wear seatbelt. Well, sorry, Johnny, you're you're going to have to wear a seatbelt. And for younger children, you know, you got to strap them in the seat. Why? Because it's for their own safety. But, Mommy, I don't want to sit in the seat. I don't want this. Do we listen to them? Do we allow them to make life-changing decisions about safety? Do we allow them to ride a bicycle out in the middle of the street when there's a lot of traffic? Do we allow them to cross a street against the red light? Do we allow them to do that simply because they want to? Of course not. What about occupation? 
Do we allow a child 12 years old to choose their occupation and then force them for the rest of their life to stay without? No, sorry. You decided when you were 12 years old that this is what you wanted to do. But I've changed my mind. I'm not interested. In I don't care. You, uh, you were 12 years old. You said, you said strongly that you wanted to be a firefighter, a truck driver, uh, you know, uh, whatever. Of course not. Do we allow children to make educational decisions? I don't want to go to school anymore. School's boring. I don't like it. Kids make fun of me. No. You send them to school. If you have to make them go to school, you make them go to school. Of course, that's what that's what you do as a parent. What about hygiene decisions? I don't want to brush my teeth. I don't like brushing my teeth. I don't want to take a bath. I don't want to take a shower. I don't want to wash my hands. Do we allow a little child to make hygiene decisions? No, we teach them, and if we have to, we we force them. And thinking about this just a little bit ago, maybe there are, but I cannot think of any life-changing, life-defining decision that we allow children to make. They're not mature enough. And that's why we have parents. The only exception, possibly the most important, their gender. I don't want to be a boy. I feel like I'm a girl. I don't want to be a girl. I feel like I'm a boy. A 10-year-old, a 6-year-old, 4-year-olds now. We are having four-year-old boys declaring that they're a girl and idiotic parents sending five-year-olds to kindergarten, a five-year-old boy in a dress, and ordering the teacher. Johnny is not Johnny anymore. Johnny is now Jamie. And Jamie wants to wear a dress. Well, why would you do that? He's a boy. He's Johnny. He's got the he's got the plumbing of a boy. Well, Johnny thinks that he's Janie, and Johnny wants to be a girl. Isn't it insane that we don't allow children to make any other life? changing decision, but now our culture and our society, and even many in the medical community are saying that a seven-year-old has the ability to make a decision about their gender, their sexuality. And children as young as seven, eight, nine are getting hormone treatments Because this is what they want. This is what they think that they are. This is the definition of insanity. Which brings me to this New York Times story. Is it possible that they're getting a little common sense? Here's the headline. Doctors debate 
whether trans teens need therapy before hormones. Again, duh. Doctors debate whether trans teens need therapy before hormones. And here's the insane thing about this. In this study published by the New York Times, and it's 14 pages long, they cite several medical professionals who say, we just got to trust the kids. We, we can't require them to get counseling or therapy. Why, that would violate their, their free will. Now, the story focuses primarily on teenagers, which we're talking young as 13. And so the medical community finally, here in America, this, hey, in Europe and in Great Britain, they have already come to the conclusion, oh, my goodness, we were wrong. There was a huge lawsuit in Great Britain Dozens of scientific experts from around the world testified in court, and the conclusion was you can't allow children to make these choices. And so finally, in America, a few medical professionals are waking up going, "Mm, you know, maybe these are decisions that... um, These kids need a little help with. Maybe they have a psychological issue. Maybe they need some counseling before they make a life-changing, life-altering, in many cases, permanent decision. And yet, there are doctors who disagree. I'll give you more of the uh, study when we come back. We're coming up on a break. Just, it's, 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 in, it's insane. It is insane what we're doing to our children and many in the medical community and most in the left political community are encouraging these kids to do. And it's harmful. It's destructive. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Um, is it any surprise to you that often teenagers make bad decisions? Uh, is that a shock to anyone, anybody, that teenagers don't possess the kind of maturity to make life-changing, life-altering decisions, especially younger teenagers? Is that a surprise to anyone? Well, evidently, it is a surprise to some professional clinicians when it comes to gender identity. I've got this 14-page report in my hand from the New York Times saying, hmm, 
Maybe uh, teenagers shouldn't be given testosterone treatment, sexual reassignment, surgery, uh, without parental involvement, without therapy. Um, hmm, maybe. Listen to this, and I'm quoting. Clinicians are divided over new guidelines that say teens should undergo mental health screening before receiving hormones or gender surgeries. How could there be any division on that? Okay. An upsurge in teenagers requesting hormones or surgeries to better align their bodies with their gender identities has ignited a debate among doctors over when to provide these treatments. An international group of experts focused on transgender health has released a draft of new guidelines which makes the gold standard of the field that informs what insurers will reimburse for care. Listen to this. Many doctors and activists praise the 350-page document. Here's what just blew my mind. Quote, which was updated for the first time in nearly a decade. It's been 10 years since the psychological community looked at this in depth. Can we trust Kids, children, teenagers, to make life-changing, life-altering, permanent decisions unless they seek counseling, parental involvement, and so forth. It's been 10 years. The, uh, okay, uh, let me start that quote again. Many doctors and activists praised the 350-page document, which was updated for the first time in nearly a decade, for including transgender people in its drafting and for removing language requiring adults to have psychological assessments. (laughs) The guidelines take a more cautious stance on teens than before. A new chapter dedicated to adolescents says... They must undergo mental health assessments and must have questioned their gender identity for several years before receiving drugs or surgeries. Some of the drug regimens bring long-term risks, such as irreversible fertility loss, and in some cases thought to be rare, Transgender people later detransition to the gender they were assigned at birth. By the way, that is not that rare, in spite of what this says. Given these risks, as well as the increasing number of adolescents seeking these treatments, some clinicians say that teens need more psychological assessment than adults do. It took a team of experts to come to the conclusion that teenagers sometimes need more guidance than adults? In spite of all of the evidence, there are outliers. Speaking of requiring some kind of therapy counseling before life-altering hormone treatment and surgery 
Dr. Alex Carolian, a clinical psychiatrist at Fenway Health in Boston, said this, and I'm quoting, I'm really not a believer in requiring that for people. Being trans isn't a mental health problem. So we have a clinical psychiatrist at Fenway Health in Boston who says, I don't believe in this counseling thing. If a kid says he was born a boy but wants to be a girl, we just take him at their word because they know. But here's here's the most encouraging thing from this New York Times piece, and again, it's 14 pages long. Finally, we have a major American newspaper admitting this stuff is dangerous. It's irreversible. Many times it causes infertility for the rest of your life. Often, these kids who go through transition later on realize they made a terrible mistake and they detransition and they have to face sometimes irreversible consequences. Finally, we have common sense peeking its little head above the major psychological and medical community here in America. And that is at least somewhat encouraging. Children do not have the maturity to make life-changing, life-altering, permanent decisions. I started to say you don't have to be a clinical psychologist to understand that. I guess, actually, you have to be a clinical psychologist to not understand that. Sadly, our world is filled with a lot of educated idiots. I say that compassionately, but truthfully. Education sometimes destroys all common sense. All right, top of the hour break. We'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.